Hello, this is Alan. This is Aaron, and welcome back to The Fick List. We wanted to take a moment to speak to you before we launch into our newest episode and season. As you may know from listening to our previous episodes, we record pretty far in advance, usually several weeks to a couple of months before they're posted. As such, there are times when something we've recorded doesn't sit quite right for the moment when it hits the airwaves. This is one of those times. We chose Pridefic as our tag for our first episode back, and we recorded via Skype on April 25th. While we were in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic by then, we did not anticipate everything that has happened since. This episode is silly and a little flippant because, at the time, that's how we were coping with the situation at hand. But we recognize that nothing about the last few weeks has been silly or flippant. We want to state unequivocally and without any hesitation that Black Lives Matter, and that we support the movement for racial equity and justice for Black and Indigenous people of color. This Pride Month, we particularly want to recognize and pay respect to our BIPOC queer and trans elders and siblings, who are the pillars of the queer community and without whom, Pride would not exist. This podcast seeks to celebrate the ways in which fandom can exist as a transformative and uplifting space for those who are typically left out of mainstream media narratives. This means queer and trans folks, people of color, people with disabilities, anyone who doesn't see themselves or their stories on screen, in books, or anywhere else. No matter how silly our tone, we take this responsibility very seriously. With that in mind, please enjoy this new episode and season of The Fick List, and check the description of this episode for some organizations and funds you can support. Thank you. I know you. I walked with you once upon a dream. Well, <laughs> this is funny. Oh no, Aaron, I'm so sorry. I'm just realizing now that if I send this to you, you're going to hear all my awful singing. Disregard. Well, I don't know that you can. But hello. Assuming this goes to you. Maybe I'll fight you for it so that <laughs> so you don't get to hear that audio. What's happening? I was just talking to myself and realizing that you're going to get my audio with all my like awful singing. And I was like, oh, wait. Sorry, Aaron. And I was like, or maybe I'll try to take this from you so you don't get to hear that. And then that's when you want to. No, I want it. It's so bad. And my voice is so I bad. I want it. It's scratchy. Your voice is beautiful. That's very kind, but not today. Your face is beautiful. Well, this is a this is a your, this is an audio. Your soul medium. is beautiful. That is too kind. <laughs> Stop. Please just let me compliment you. So welcome back, Alan. Hi, Aaron. It's good to be back. We're here. Kind of. Sort of. <laughs> we're we're together but apart, as so many are. It truly, as most of the of the planet is currently. Yeah. Well. But you know what? We decided, you know, COVID nineteen couldn't keep us apart. We we need to bring the people what they crave, which is more fan fiction goodness. And we are here to deliver. I mean, honestly, like, have I just been reading fan fiction this whole time? Yes. Have I occasionally made bread while reading fan fiction? Yes. <laughs> to be honest, is that any different from normal life for Aaron? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone full homestead, though. Like, I've said this to you before, but for the listeners at home, please understand that I have gone, like, I was a hippie before, and this has only made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can grow my own spices. 
I can like bake my own bread. I can make do a sourdough starter. This I, is all shit I was going to mention your sourdough starter. I was very I invested in your Instagram story of your sourdough starter. Yeah, I love her. Her name is Miss Honey. She's great. Cutie. She's very prolific. <laughs> I eat a lot of sourdough things now, which is really funny because I used to not eat gluten and now I just eat gluten all the time. Well, I think that's the majority of us. I know. So we're not here to talk about sourdough starter or we could, bread. Though. Maybe that's our tag today, Aaron. It's not. Do you know what our tag is today? Well, I'm going to guess that because this is being released, hopefully, in <laughs> June, that we are going to just dip our toes into some pride fiction. That would be a good guess. And also, we should explain the new format. <laughs> oh, that, you know, that's, that's a good call. Things. Yeah. So... Alan and I try really hard to do this podcast (laughs) and then (laughs) often just don't because recording the raw audio takes forever and then editing four hours of raw audio because we're numbskulls who just talk and talk and talk is like really difficult. So what we're going to do for this season and we're just going to try it and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We're going to go down to one tag per episode, but we're going to alternate a general tag and an AU every other episode. So this episode, this first episode back, Woohoo, Pride, you know, Electric Spookaloo, the original. (laughs) The original. Is going to be the only tag we talk about. And then next episode, we'll talk about an AU and then back and forth and back and forth. Hopefully that makes this podcast a little bit easier to listen to and also edit and also post (laughs) with some sense of regularity. Yeah, think of it as like a a lighter fare almost, you know, easier to digest. Yeah, like smaller little nuggets. Like we're going to do bread rolls instead of like three fucking loaves of bread at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Aaron is thinking purely in bread terms. Yes, my life is dominated by carbs at this moment in time. (laughs) So yes, we are going to talk about pride fic. I'm extra into pride fic this time around because so many prides are going to be canceled like oh, the actual gatherings so are going to be canceled so like I've, there was a post on twitter going around of like some dog that was like bathed in rainbow light and i went that's it pride starts now i don't fucking care like if it's canceled anyway we're just gonna do it <laughs> i love that so let's talk about pride fic yeah so why don't do we want to talk about kind of um what pride i know because i know we talked about pride earlier mm-hmm. um when i talked about dan and phil oh yeah ye- we did like, talk about that episodes ago but do we kind of want to talk about what kind of we were looking for in a pride fic? Because I know that, like, you are very partial to, like, Baby's First Pride. Oh, I love a Baby's First Pride. Oh, I love th- I love that. You're right. Way call me <laughs> out, but you're right. Um, so- I think it's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Well, in sort of my process of going through pride fic, first of all, I'm bitter as fuck. And here's why. Oh. Alan and I, in terms of this upcoming season, we also set a new rule. Mostly for me. Which is that... <laughs> We're no longer allowed to duplicate fandoms in recording sessions. Alan now, is laughing, but you can't tell because... I'm trying really <laughs> hard. because So because we're in our own setup and like I'm literally close to my mic, I don't want to like laugh out loud into your eardrums if you're listening on headphones. But I will say, listeners, if you remember, if you recall back to season one, we, we ran into an issue where we were hyperfixating, one might say. I choose to believe that I was passionate about (laughs) a very particular show called the magicians Mm. and that passion very much translated into only reading quelliot fanfic i still only read quelliot fanfic guys like this has not changed (laughs) nothing has changed like our last recording date was in october it is now may of 2020 
different world like totally different is that really true we haven't recorded since october (gasps) we recorded well before thanksgiving because we wanted to come out for the holidays (laughs) oops (laughs) remember that i do remember anyway i'm still obsessed with quilliot but the rule is that i can only send you one fic per fandom per group of four that we do because we're gonna still record four to try to get them done i have the perfect pride fic that is a magician's fic by Portrait of Emmy, who we've talked about. We love Portrait of Emmy. We love Portrait of Emmy. Like, shout out. She also follows us on Twitter and on Tumblr, and she's like the best. Which was but, shocking. Yeah. Like, I literally cried when I read <laughs> her nice words about our podcast. But there's like an incredible pride fic that she wrote. And I couldn't send it to you because one of the other tags that we did, I had to do the magicians for the other one because there just mm. like wasn't another option. Yeah, it was very was niche. Like, you fucker (laughs) i like that you cursed me but this was your doing you did this to you i i did set this rule but i choose to blame you um that's fair that's that's how things work usually that's a circuitous way of getting to the point of i instead chose a schitt's creek pride fic yes (laughs) because like i mean let's be real like what is better for pride than schitt's creek which is one of the best i would argue queer shows on tv in the modern age like it has some of the best representation that we've seen i still have not seen the final season friends so don't come for me but um i still have not seen the first season friends so don't come for me (laughs) i forget that about you um (laughs) but like if we're gonna go for pride right i think you should go for shows where like if i couldn't go for the magicians and like fix all the quelliot bullshit then i was gonna go for something that was like already really good source material and very sort of like in keeping with the holiday fix that we may or may not have already posted by now, I don't know. <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that you get them eventually. But like, I went for a very straightforward, like, this is the fic. This is the holiday. Like, it's saccharine. It is straight up. There's nothing particularly subversive or like, mm-hmm. you know, even particularly like innovative about it. But yeah. it's very resonant for what the thing is to me. So pride for me is always going to be baby's first pride. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, just, I, listen, it's so important. It's so good. And yeah. I guess since we're talking about you, should should I go launch into into what you sent me? Yeah, sure, why not? Okay, so Aaron sent me a fic called Pride Night at the Blue Jays, written by Sam Wambam on Archive of Our Own. It is indeed Shit's Creek, and it is uh, with Patrick Brewer and David Rose. Shock of, sh- shock um, of all shocks. Yeah. <laughs> Who thought anything else was going to happen here? <laughs> and the summary is... When Patrick tells David about a less-than-stellar time he had at Pride a few years prior, David decides to take matters into his own hands and provide Patrick with a better, more comforting experience during Pride Month. No. No. I I will say, okay, so my knowledge of Schitt's Creek is that I know I will love it whenever I sit down and actually watch it. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. And so I got Patrick and David mixed up for like the first two paragraphs and i was like wait which one is which again and then i was like oh okay never mind there's the personality you are useless there's also yeah that's fair my apologies there's also a really great tiktok that i came across Uh, sorry that's what i've been doing in quarantine i've fallen down the tiktok hole oh my god (laughs) but there's this really great tiktok of um someone took the audio from david and his mother like doing a recipe or something and she's like all right and the next step is you fold the cheese in and he's like what does that mean yeah well you you fold it in well, I, I I know that, but what what does that mean? Like, do I just tear it into a little chunk? And basically, it is it gave me life, and I think that might be my first TikTok. Whenever I finally get around to making one. Okay, so what did you think of the fic I sent you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Aaron, 
I am starved for human contact, so you're going to sit here and you're going to listen to my anecdotes because <laughs> you can't do anything else. So Pride Night at the Blue Jays um, is a Pride fic, and it begins with Patrick and David, you know, kind of stocking up and like making sure that everything is doing inventory for their store. And Patrick asks, hey, are we doing anything for Pride Month? And from what I gather, either David or Patrick have bad experiences with Pride Month. It's later revealed that Patrick had like a, a, not a bad experience, but an experience where he felt he couldn't fit in. Mm -hmm. But Patrick asks, are we doing anything for Pride? And David's like, uh, (laughs) do you want to? And Patrick's like, yeah, I think it'd be cool if we put up like a display of like LGBTQ plus partners. (laughs) And David is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we can do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's not at all the conversation David was expecting to have. Right. And then a little later, later that evening, David asks, well, do you want to do something for Pride? And that's when Patrick says, well, you know. Uh, I went to Pride once when I was with... Uh, was he married or was he in a, just a very serious relationship? He was engaged. Engaged, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to a Pride with his fiance and, like, a gay friend of hers. And, uh, you know, he was really excited because he was, like, he had never gotten the chance to kind of explore what being part of the LGBTQ plus community would have looked like. Um, so he was really excited to kind of go engage it, you know. And the well-intentioned gay friend got t-shirts made for everyone, and his was the gay friend, and everyone else's was an ally shirt. Mm -hmm. And so Patrick felt a little like, oh, well, now I have this brand, and I am... It was so... It was almost really, really sad. It was so, so, so sad to be so close to, like, getting a taste of what being in that community feels like. But having like almost like a scarlet letter across your chest saying like, oh, but you're not part of this community. And so he wasn't able to actually belong here. Exactly. Which is something that a lot of people struggle with, like like when they're trying to come out later in life. And they're like, well, I don't know if people are going to like accept me because I didn't come out earlier and so forth. It's a very real thing. Mm -hmm. So my heart bled for him. And so that's what he told Pat. Patrick told David about, you know, I don't know that I want to. And David's like, well, you know, we'll, we'll think about something else. And David is so sweet. And like, you know, he realizes that most like events nowadays have a pride night. Mm-hmm. So he looks for a Blue Jays game in Toronto and he buys tickets to the pride night and like gets a really nice hotel. And so he surprises Patrick. He's like, hey, we're going to pride night here. And getting to the read about Patrick, just like, finding his place because it it was like being in like a sport like sporty and like just people like same-sex couples or any type of you know couples just being able to be themselves and like be affectionate and it was so nice and lovely oh and david got shirts for them too what were they oh yeah hang on let me look at it oh yeah so david like gets shirts for them too he gets um a Blue Jays logo shirt, but the logo is printed with like the colors of the pride flag, which is really cute. And it's just really heartwarming. I was, I was a huge fan of the, of this because my heart bled for him. Mm-hmm. I, I've known people that have, you know, not felt welcome. Um, and I think I spoke to this kind of when we talked about it last time is that my first pride, I went and I felt out of place, you know, cause mm-hmm. there's a, there's a certain, expectation of what pride is and like what it looks like for well i'll say for gay men Mm -hmm. you know because that's i am a gay man and when i went and tried to fit into that mold i was just deeply unhappy and i wasn't really happy until i got to go with you and angel like years later and i just got to like chill with friends and watch pretty like pretty parade floats pass by yeah 
I think one of the things that really resonated with me about this fic and like what resonates with me in general about pride is once I can't speak to your experience, but I can speak to mine also not feeling particularly welcome in a pride space. Um, I think I read as straight. (laughs) That's a thing that happens because I am pretty femme and I'm asexual. So I don't have the sort of like other than the piercings that I have (laughs) and just like behaving like a queer woman. I often am mistaken for straight in a pride space, Mm -hmm. but I'm also not really accepted as straight to straight people so it's this sort of dichotomy and it's it's this very sort of stressful experience to like navigate that but I basically decided that pride could be whatever the fuck I wanted it to be and once I reached that point once I said you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna like rock my ace flag I'm gonna do pride my way I'm not gonna I don't drink and pride is very heavily like a party thing true and that's a hard thing to navigate as somebody who just doesn't drink it's not even that i'm like sober or can't drink it's just that i'm not particularly comfortable in those spaces so like once i decided that for me pride didn't have to be this thing where i again pretended to be something that i'm not it was just gonna be me hanging out with friends celebrating who we are that was when pride became so valuable to me and it became this like great thing so i love that this fic was all about like okay we're gonna do pride on our terms yeah that was really really nice and i think that's what everyone should do like everyone should do pride on their terms like Mm -hmm. that's that's the point of pride is like be proud of who you are and if who you are is not this like particular image of queerness that's okay you know wow you know what guys I think that about wraps up our episode. Nothing's going to top that (laughs) statement. Uh, I hope you all are all taking care of yourselves. Uh, We'll see you next time. Happy Pride, everyone. Just (laughs) kidding. Happy Pride. (laughs) Happy fucking Pride, everybody. Yeah, truly. Oh, man. Um, I I think I would give this like a four out of five. Okay. Solidly, like really, really enjoyed it. I think there would be moments that would be enhanced if I, you know, watched the show, mm-hmm. but that's not on the piece itself. That's more on me. Yeah. But that being said, I just, it was wonderful. Um, I think you've got a really good sense for their relationship and their characterizations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big thumbs up for me. Big Yay. old rainbow thumbs up. <laughs> Big fucking queer high five. <laughs> <laughs> good i'm glad you liked it i really am looking forward to watching the end of schitt's creek when it comes out on netflix and sort of seeing how they wrapped up i know i know all the spoiler points of it because it's kind of impossible to exist on the internet without seeing them it is what it is i mean i'm on tumblr so like everyone freaked the fuck out on tumblr because it's like the first time we've had a queer relationship that like you shut your mouth went well there that's it it just went well dare you but i feel like that was kind of common knowledge because um dan levy was pretty adamant from the get-go that he was gonna write a a show that was with happy queers exactly i know i am very often a thirsty bitch for hale appleman but dan levy if you want to come on this podcast (gasps) dan levy please come on our podcast i promise so fun i promise i'll watch schitt's creek if you come (laughs) (laughs) alan's like i'm gonna do it anyway but you don't need to know that yeah truly Um, my my bargaining chip yeah really no because i would love to talk to dan levy as a queer storyteller like i think he's incredible and like i've said this before it's not just because he's a gay man that his stories are so good but it is so informed by his experiences and it's so informed by his understanding of the nuances of queer experience and the queer like what queer people are seeking that it is like revolutionary what he's doing and i'm really looking forward to seeing what he does next truly yeah i was i was watching i think his like uh vogue 73 questions video or something because i'm a slut for those same (laughs) hard same and like yeah i really enjoyed him talking about his writing process and like that he has projects that are you know he's working on yeah i also loved that he was like so into those waffles 
<laughs> yes, he loved those waffles. Oh, and you know what? Good for you. If I could get a man to love me as much as Dan Levy loves those waffles, all will be right with the world. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So four out of five. That's pretty good. Hey. Yeah, I think that's, a, that's, a, that's like a solid number to come back on. And that was a really good fic. I thought that was a, you know, good job, Aaron. Leave it to you. I'm here to succeed. <laughs> 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 and be super humble about it very humble about it i like winning <laughs> i think i think we gathered that we know this is not new <laughs> so the fic you sent me alan yes Erin. why don't you tell us a little bit about what you were looking for in a pride fic and why you picked it sure so i don't think it's like as everyone should know by now i don't have a very large arsenal of fanfic i don't have a catalog that i can just brain sweep through and be like oh perfect i have the perfect pride fic you don't have three thousand bookmarks in your ao3 account i i am sad to say that i do not um they are growing though because of this podcast <laughs> so that's exciting you're welcome yeah thanks mm-hmm. um so i had you know i i searched with like a pride tag and i was like gay pride or pride me 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 and mainly kind of what i was looking for is a story that to me felt like organic like i i have been at this pride mm-hmm. you know and like i ha- or i have seen this pride activity cuz a lot of times i feel it's like oh yeah we were there and we, like we went we walked around the booths and we like did this and we got free condoms i'm like well yeah but there's there's other stuff so there's what, more to pride than that yeah so i was really i really dug the i don't want to say the world building because it's not like there was not a lot of a world built but it's the setting i really appreciated the setting it felt very organic to me it felt like somewhere i had been to mm-hmm. and yeah after reading a few i was like this feels to me really like good yeah i agree so the Fic You Sent Me is called Pride. It's exactly what it says on the tin. (laughs) And it is written by Locked Lock with an E. Alan misspelled it in the Google Drive. Well, I I like that you, we we are going, Uh (laughs) I hate you. We literally did a second take of this so that you could could go get your bread. And then I was like, all right, I'll fix this. And then this isn't going to be an issue. And you still call me out for it. Fuck your whole life up. That's what I'm here for. It's my favorite part of our friendship. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And the summary reads. So here he was, at Pride, despite the fact that he'd rather be at home. It's hot, boiling, and his feet hurt a bit from standing all day. Converse might be nice shoes, but Jesus, they were terrible for his knees. He had lost Natasha a little while ago and had given up on finding her. He just wants to sit down for a moment. As soon as he spots an empty beanbag by one of the workshops, he sinks down in it and opens his Coke bottle. He's exactly one sip down his drink when someone slides down beside him on the ground. Can I draw your cast? A blonde man asks him with a toothy grin. There's a light sunburn on his shoulders, and Bucky can see the faint hint of freckles on it. So, it's an excerpt summary. Yeah, it's one of those summaries we really love where it's just copy-paste from the fic. What fandom is this, though, Aaron? It would be Captain America. <laughs> that would be Bucky Barnes and it is. Uh, Steve Rogers, who are perfect. I love them. My question is, um, I was thinking about this while I was reading, and I couldn't remember off the top of my head. I'm sure you will, because you have like a photographic memory for our podcast. Mm-hmm. Is, this their, is this our first Bucky and Steve fic on the show? Yes, it is. Nice. We've That's done... interesting. We've done a lot Steve of Stony. Yeah. Yeah. We've, lot of, we've done a lot of Stony, but um, I was reading this. Uh, so here's a fun fact. When I read, uh, like at home, I almost always go for Bucky and Steve. Having not sen- seen The Winter Soldier, I just, in my heart of hearts, it feels right. <sighs> it still hurts me that that's true because I'm so sorry. you have no excuse. <laughs> None. It's absolutely true. A hundred percent. I'm just garbage. Yeah. With the. A little chicka over the A. Yeah, a little tilde. <laughs> yeah, this is our first Bucky and Steve 
fanfic that we've talked about i also read a lot of stucky um and it is <gasps> that is the great. best name no it's not it's what is this star spangled the stark spangled banner stark spangled banner is truly the best name Stony is really good as well but stucky are you kidding me stucky stucky it's so Cute. good it's better than beef <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? I would read so many fics about Beeb. <laughs> I just thought of that, and it's the funniest thing I've ever said. <laughs> Take every stupid attempt of a joke of my entire life, throw it out the window, because that's the funniest thing I've ever said. I've peaked. That's it. <laughs> Can we get shirts that say Team Team Beeb? Team Beeb. Oh, my God. Anyway, so this is a Beeb <laughs> it's the beef fanfic. Oh, we're starting that. It's gonna happen. It'll catch on. It will. No, it won't. Oh my god, it's terrible, but I love it. <laughs> um, what I did love about this fic is that it is a complete AU modern setting, no powers, presumably. It's just like them being at pride. Um, it says porn with a little plot, which is a very accurate tag. <laughs> yeah. As I was looking through this again, I was like, Oh, oh, that's where the porn Ooh, that's quite a that's quite a bit of porn. It that did not register. If you can't read the smutty smut for pride can you ever read the smutty smut like wow it really truer words have never been spoken and like i'm a little repressed at the moment so (laughs) it wasn't unwelcome put it that way true (laughs) yeah i've been alone at home for a long time (laughs) retweet and i really just wanted to read some like very happy smutty smut smutty smut so bucky is at pride a little begrudgingly is what's happening he has just broken up with his boyfriend like a month ago and he's been sulking like a baby ever since and he's just like fine i'll go to fucking pride with natasha because natasha wants me to go to pride and he walks up he's just like walking around and this blonde beautiful human shows up and is like hey can i draw on your cast because bucky is in a cast which is a way of like dealing with his arm from canon yeah which is kind of funny and bucky's like what the what <laughs> what do you mean draw on my arm and this blonde Adonis of a human is like, well, you're at the arts and crafts table and I have all these fucking markers. So <laughs> like, I don't know what you have. Like, did you not realize? And he was like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I just um, sat down at the nearest beanbag I could find. Yeah. So Steve is like, OK, sorry. And it's, you know, it's Steve. And Buggy's like, no, 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 you can you can do that. That's cool. Like, draw on it. And Steve was like, are you positive? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he's, like, drawing on his cast. And Buggy's like, draw whatever you want, which is, like, a terrible idea to give like, a stranger <laughs> the ability to just, like, draw whatever he wants. But he's like, fine, I trust you, whatever. And they get to talking. And they're clearly, like, flirting. Like, they're vibing. They're having a good time. Um, I've also adopted so many little, like, Gen X terms into my vocabulary in quarantine because no one's around to stop me. So that's <laughs> bad. Um... <laughs> So they're vibing. They're chill. They're vibing. It's lit AF. Oh my uh, god. No. <laughs> Aaron, this I'm is not your inter- sorry. This is your intervention. <laughs> Alan's like, you must stop. So they're having a good time and they're sitting and Steve is drawing on Bucky's arm and they're just having a really good conversation. And eventually they're like, okay, so what do you do? What do I do? And Steve is like, oh, I teach, you know, elementary school kids like art, basically. And I don't know what it is about elementary school teachers and fanfic but there's always one <laughs> yeah there is and always one and it's always like the really thing. wholesome character you're just like that yeah. makes sense which is funny because i don't usually think of steve as like wholesome in the traditional sense of the word between mm. him and bucky it makes sense that they lean towards steve as the preschool teacher but like i think of steve as very much like a little shit like hidden snark character oh yeah and so i kind of liked that this had both of those in those because he's kind of snarky in this particular fic, Bucky writes really bad 
porn novels. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> that are available <laughs> online for your perusal. And like I know that that's like a real thing that people do, but it's really funny. And Steve is like delighted with this. He's like, I've never met someone who does this. I've never met anybody who like makes money this way. Like walk me through how you landed there. And Bucky's like, well, I used to write fan fiction. <laughs> and I just changed the names and I could sell them and it worked out great for me. So, and I'm like, okay, this is a little like, this is very on the nose and I'm into it. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, this is really cool. And like, they're just kind of having a good time. And then Steve like wraps up drawing on his arm and Natasha calls and, you know, Bucky and is like, where the fuck are you? Like, we're hanging out. Like, what's happening? And Bucky's like, oh, I got to go. Like, whatever. And Steve's like, oh, is that your boyfriend? And Bucky's like, nah, friend. Her and her girlfriend are like telling me to go. So he's like, all right. So Steve is like, cool. And then they part ways. And Bucky invites Steve to go with him to go hang out with Natasha. But uh, Steve runs the arts and craft stand so and therefore cannot leave. So they part, and he's just kind of, like, bummed about it. And they're like, all right. And then later, when Bucky is looking at his cast, Steve has not only drawn a version of, like, you know, the, like, the David statue, mm-hmm. like, the full na- full frontal naked with, like, an eggplant over the, <laughs> the penis, <laughs> but he's also, like, snuck his phone number into the drawing. So Bucky's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, like, so he calls him, he texts him, and he's like, hey, uh, you know, this is Steve, right? And Steve's just like, yeah, I was wondering how long it was going to take you to call me. <laughs> so they end up hooking up. Like, he basically is like, so this, Bucky's like, is this a booty call? And Steve's like, um, that's what the eggplant was for. So yeah, like, this is 100% a booty call. And then they have really banging sex, and they have a great old time. And a gay old time, if you will. A gay old time. That's the best <laughs> joke you've ever made. <laughs> So they have, yeah, I mean, it's just good. It's like, it's very smutty. It's very fun. Like, who doesn't want sweet, stucky hookup, smut, pride fic? It's, we I love mean, it. it's, yeah, it was great. I would give this a solid four out of five. Oh, wow. Awesome. It's written very well. Like, the prose mm-hmm. is nice. I think the dialogue is nice. My one sort of complaint of it, and it's not even really a complaint, but we've talked about this before, is it's very, like, it's very general. Like, it's not specific to who they are as people. So, like, mm-hmm. this could kind of be any queer pairing that you wanted from any source material and plug them in and go. Yeah. Because there's nothing particularly them about the scenario or the personality. Aaron, really. the cast plays such a big part. It does, but, like, other people break their arms, Alan. No, but, no, Aaron, you don't get it. See, because Bucky has a metal arm. Right. And in this fic, he's got a cast. Right. So how many times have you seen The Winter Soldier? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's absolutely fair, and I I see that. Yeah, but, like, that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. I was just like, oh, like, I'm filling in, basically. It's, It's the difference between, like, oh, this fan fiction is really rooted in the characters, and I have a very clear image of like these characters in this place versus like i have basically cast these characters in a little like hallmarky fanficy thing in my brain and these are the faces i'm ascribing to these characters like those are two different kind of like sub ways of writing fanfic and i think this one falls more into the second one where it's more just like i'm just here to have a good time and like make two really hot people kissy kiss like that's kind of the goal here <laughs> it's like it's the fiction uh, equivalent of grabbing two barbies and just being like kiss 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 mm-hmm. and you know it's valid yeah it's, sometimes that's all we want we just want to see our our faves kiss 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 yeah really that's all i ever want like, <laughs> ever i mean i and like i don't think it has to be more than that if you don't want it to be because like i love this shit so i had a good time well done i liked this one a lot oh good um, i'm glad 
yeah. you know what's what's really funny so i've been t- i've taken to reading all of my fan fiction on my tablet mm. and there's this app that like i like i download it off the web and I, like i read it and then i'm done with it and i delete it mm-hmm. and the only reason i really do that is because archive of our own doesn't have dark mode and it hurts my mm. eyes after a moment and i'm like <laughs> i need dark mode your poor little peepers my little eyes so the only downfall to this app is that if there's picture attachments i don't see them oh that's a bummer because so, there's some cute little fan art at the end yeah so that's why i didn't cute see little fan art i mean the drawing that steve did so there's an eggplant <laughs> <laughs> yeah someone drew, someone did fan art of steve's drawing on bucky's um cast which is um michelangelo's david but bucky instead and with the eggplant instead of a penis mm-hmm. so oh my god it's great i'm really glad i got to see that it, yeah. it pays off to like kind of follow along as we record this yeah it really does so that was a good time i you did good on the pride fic i would have been really upset with you if you had fucked up the pride fic you know what aaron me too me too (laughs) there was only one tag that i was like i am deeply protective over this and it was definitely pride (laughs) i'm glad you didn't tell me that in advance yeah i'm never gonna do that because that's only setting you up for you know an anxiety attack correct yeah i'm not that mean (laughs) that's fair all right. Well, that's our one tag for this episode, dude. This feels so weird. And I I, I I don't like change, Aaron. I don't like change. Well, you're going to have to deal with it. We can't just launch into an AU. Tell me what AU you're reading. Are you reading some steampunk AU? Or tell me about your vampire AU? Or or like a, a, like a, um, a Sesame Street AU? I hate all of those ideas. Yeah. <laughs> We are not discussing any... Well, Vampire AU is great, because, like, hello. It is a good one. But a Sesame Street AU? Are you okay? What's... Our, like, quarantine has gotten to you. <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine Steve Rogers as Elmo. Oh, no. No, Insert, no, no, If I could do an Elmo impression, I would do it here, but I'm not going to attempt it, because it would not be good. We are not going to defile my literal favorite Muppet. It's bad. <laughs> You're, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Your literal favorite Muppet? Elmo is not a Muppet. They're Muppets. They're all Muppets. No, that's Sesame Street versus Muppets. No, 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 no. Kermit is Muppet. No, no, no. So all of the Sesame Street characters are the same type of puppet called a Muppet. I get that. And I see where you're coming from. But to me, Elmo is not a Muppet like TM. Like right, he's not in Muppet. the Muppets. Yeah. No, lowercase Muppet. Okay, so Elmo is your favorite lowercase Muppet. Yes. Mm, I'll let you slide. I dislike you immensely, but I love Elmo. <laughs> Have I... Okay, fuck it. We're going to go down this tangent. Have I told you about the obsession I had with Elmo as a child? No. I had probably 100 Elmo dolls at one point because for every like birthday and Christmas, like anytime I got a present, somebody would give me an Elmo doll because I loved Elmo so much. To this day, if you put Elmo and Grouchland, the movie on TV, I will watch it. It's so good. Mandy Patinkin's in that movie. It's <gasps> so fun. I fucking love that movie. I love Elmo. And then as a child, I was deeply... This was like a moment of like never trust anyone because the year that Tickle Me Elmo was big, I was still young enough to really want to Tickle Me Elmo. I was probably like three or four. So like I kind of remember this and I kind of don't. I spend a whole bunch of time being like, I just want to tickle me Elmo. I just want to tickle me Elmo. I just want it. I just want it. My mom was like, I don't know. It's like really hard to get. And like, uh. and so Christmas came and went and I did not get to tickle me Elmo. No. And I remember trying to just like put on a brave little Aaron face mm-hmm. for a toddler and just be like it's okay I got other Elmos it's gonna be fine Aww. and then three months later my mother was cleaning out the closet and she found the fucking tickle me Elmo that she forgot to give me for Christmas you're lying 
You're lying. I'm not you lying. Are... I'm not lying. She found it like three months later and was like, oh, I was supposed to give this to you for Christmas. And I was like, do you have any idea how devastated I was? Do you have any idea? Do you have any idea how sad I was that I'm not going to Tickle Me Elmo for no. Christmas? I'm very happy with the Tickle Me Elmo right now because this is great and it's March. <laughs> but like, I have been trying not to cry for months. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know how I forgot about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I cannot trust my mother. <laughs> I, I'm four. I've lost trust in the institution of parenthood. <laughs> I am so shook right now. I am uh-huh. so like deeply like angry for past Aaron. Uh-huh. Oh my god. I think that was the point in my life where I was like, if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. <laughs> At the age of four, I learned that nothing comes free. Yeah, it explains so much about who I am as a person. <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> But Aaron. yeah, that's my Tickle Me Elmo story. Oh, do you still love Elmo? Of course I do. Elmo like if I got your Elmo game. things, you would I don't like have, Elmo? No, we donated a lot of them because eventually it got to be too much. And my mom was like, okay, we should pass these along to other people who love Elmo. And like we moved, so I had to get rid of a bunch of stuff. And like it was all good, but I still love Elmo. Like I still will, like anytime they do those little like, the your favorite Sesame Street characters are doing like a Vanity Fair interview or whatever oh, i will yeah. watch it and i will take it super seriously and i just like i fully believe in the power of elmo like i love if i ever met elmo i think i would i would i didn't freak out that much when i met hill appleman i don't freak out around celebrities like i don't think it's actually like a healthy thing to do like, right I think you should actually try to be relatively chill because they're just people right mm-hmm. i would lose my goddamn fucking mind <laughs> if i met elmo do you have any idea how like i would probably cry <gasps> Elmo means so much to me. Listeners, <laughs> you heard it. We This is the call. Let's get hashtag Aaron meets Elmo trending. <laughs> yeah, on, on local Twitter. <laughs> I'm trying to see if we can make it alliterative. So Aaron, um, is there an E word for like meets? And... Encounters. <gasps> Aaron encounters Elmo. Hashtag Aaron encounters yeah. Elmo. Aaron Perfect. just cries the whole time. <laughs> the yeah. idea of you bursting into tears for a puppet is both really funny and both super sweet and touching yeah it's really funny because i come across as like such an old lady <laughs> yeah a hundred percent i'm just like oh my god elmo is my favorite i love Aww. elmo so much elmo is just like the personification of love and i just <laughs> sometimes you just need elmo to say Aww. it's gonna be okay <laughs> wow i think that's a good note to end it you know you know on elmo's wise words yep so with that, thanks for listening to this first kind of dusty little like little stop and go episode. We're 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 definitely shaking off the cobwebs. We're, we're getting, getting back there. into it. As always, please, we're trying. We are trying desperately this season to make sure that we introduce new fandoms. You know, and that means we're stretching ourselves out into you know things that we haven't watched before or that we haven't watched in years etc mm-hmm. um, but we would love to read any of your recommendations if you have fix that you think oh i would love for them to read we would love nothing more yep. please save me from the endless search pages on archive of our own yeah please for the love of god send us your recommendations of fic also send us recommendations of tags to do because our, yes. we were running low to begin with <laughs> it has only gotten worse <laughs> eventually we're gonna have to circle around and unless you guys want just to hear the same tags over and over. 
You're going to have to help. I mean, we do have to redo some of the tags that we did last season because some of them were not successful. <laughs> yeah, and it was so unfortunate because it was always the ones we were most excited for. Yeah, but I've already sort of started asking on Twitter for um, you guys to send us recommendations and Portrait of Envy fucking coming through again. <gasps> send yes. us some recommendations of stuff to oh. do, which I think are some really good ideas. Portrait our, of Envy, we love you. Yes, our first and truest fan, Caitlin, who yes. mine, has sent us her recommendations many times. She has very specific ideas of things that she wants us to do, so we're going to probably end up doing that. which is great (laughs) i'm all for it send us your ideas and your recommendations because we're into this and what else are we going to do except this in this sort of quarantine state of mind (laughs) amen aaron but where can they find us they can find us on apple podcasts play Mm -hmm. that one spotify soundcloud Uh uh-huh probably other things on the internet like google Google but i don't (laughs) I think we are on Google Play Store. Let I'm sure know. we are. They sort of automatically cross post to certain places. Yeah, sometimes. You can get in touch with us via Twitter and Tumblr, although I have not logged into the Tumblr in quite a while. So just, you know, if you send us a message there, be prepared for it to go uh, to go unseen for a while. For a Twitter's moment. better. Twitter's yeah. better. We do technically have a Facebook and an Instagram, but to be honest with you, it's just so that way I have them. Like, I don't post there. Y'all but can't claim being, those URLs, but I have them. <laughs> but that being said, if you try to reach out, I'm sure Aaron would get a notification. Probably. So that's the easiest that way. A, Listen, send yeah. us a smoke signal. If it gets to us, we're happy. Yeah, basically just like remind us that we're not screaming into a void here. <laughs> yeah, make make sure that this is different from the other 23 hours I spend screaming into the void. Right, precisely. Yeah. Well, this was great. Do we want to announce, um, or have we announced Comic-Con yet? Or the awesome We have on Twitter. So do you want to make the announcement since I've been talking a lot? I don't think you have, but sure. (laughs) So we are very excited and super humbled and like appreciative that we have been approved as panelists for AwesomeCon DC, which is uh, Washington DC's metropolitan area is like Comic-Con. Originally scheduled for the weekend of May 1st, May 2nd, and May 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, funnily enough, it got postponed. It will now be in December. Yep. We don't know exactly when our panel will be, but we are super excited to you know, go out there and kind of talk and meet other people who are into fandom and geekery in general. Yep. So be sure to follow us on all of the stuff that Aaron mentioned so you get more information yeah. as soon as we get like um, our slot. Yeah. Our goal, like, frankly, we didn't think we were going to get chosen for this Comic Con. Yeah, accurate. We def- this was definitely a thing of, like, Aaron said, I think we should apply. We won't get in, but we should apply. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to practice filling out applications for Comic Con. That's what this is. Even my best friend Mary was like, hey, no harm, no foul. Like, it's good to practice applying for things because then you can build your pitch and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you're right. You're right. I should do this. So at like three in the morning, I filled out this Google form and was like, <laughs> all right, like I put work into it. I just like mm-hmm. didn't think it was going to, I didn't think we were going to get picked. So we put this application in and then we got this email a couple weeks later that was like, you're a panelist. And we were like, what? <laughs> so, I mean, we're super humbled and super excited and extremely thrilled to meet people and have this opportunity to like talk to people about what makes fan fiction so special and like our whole thing it's like is taking fan fiction seriously in the sense of being sincere about why we love it and what makes it like something that's important to us in our lives and we are really excited to meet other people who feel similarly and have that same sort of ethos with it because i think often fan fiction is left off the table when you're talking about serious fandom things and it's really central to my experience of fandom and a lot of people's experience of fandom and it's also like 
very important in my life. So I'm really, really excited to get a chance to like meet other people. I, it could be a train wreck. I don't know. We're going to try really hard to not train wreck, but like this is our first panel. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, I'm excited to meet people. I think that's where this is going to be like really cool. Exactly. And if all else fails, we'll, get, we'll give out stickers. Yeah. Well, so come for the stickers. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to promise stickers because I don't know for sure if we're going to go with stickers, but I'll make, I'll, I'll, I'll draw on a white sheet of paper and then tape it to you. Okay, that's a sticker. It is technically stuck to you. <laughs> it does therefore. stick. Yeah. So we'll hand out something. I don't know yeah. what yet. Come for the swag, whatever the swag may be. It's probably going to be business cards because <laughs> I'm boring. Karen, we hold our business cards to our chest <laughs> until we yeah. need to play it. I know. So anyway, if you're going to come to AwesomeCon DC, please actually let us know that you're going to be there so that way and come to our, like, come to our panel and it's going to be awesome please do yeah yeah so it's not just us talking to an empty room thanks <laughs> yeah again uh, anyway so this has been fun what a good episode yeah it's a good it, it's a good way to like dip our toes back in we, we love a pride tag it is pride month happy pride everyone happy pride no parade doesn't mean that we are not celebrating who we are who we love and all of that shit it is still pride and pride cannot be stopped by anything absolutely Pride is year round god damn it <laughs> absolutely true Happy Pride, our loves. We love you very much. We do. Okay, bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>